Um, hi guys. Hello. This is a podcast about ghosts. My favorite haunting. I'm Ames. And I'm Mel. I forgot where to go from there. Oh. Um, and we're on, what, episode eight? eight the Ocho. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. We've made it this far. We've come so far. Is that a song? Like we've we've come so far. I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar to me. Um, I've like I'm hearing it like being crooned by like Frank Sinatra. Oh yeah, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I I I I don't know. Um, so we have to start out this episode with a a recantation. I have to recant. Is oh. that is that? I think I okay. made up a word. <laughs> um. Yeah. So was it the last the last episode or the one before? I've lost track. It might have been the last one. I don't remember. You guys, whichever one of the last two episodes that um, I was supporting Thanos. <laughs> so I found something out. If you don't want spoilers, it's going to be very. But I wouldn't even call them spoilers. I was going to say, it's the, it's the trailer, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, I wasn't even going to watch the trailer. But that's just because I'm emotionally not ready for the end game, which I hate you, Marvel, for naming it that. It's called end game. I don't like it. I don't like it. It gives me palpitations. <laughs> so this is the last one. It's going to be the last Avengers, as we okay. know them, I think. Oh, as we know them. Well, because, I mean, you know, like, in the comics, they go through, like, this is not an Avengers podcast, I promise, but <laughs> it's just going to be an Avengers, like, ten minutes. Um, if Yeah, if you don't want to know about this, feel free to skip ahead a couple minutes. You're, you're not going to miss anything. But, um, the yeah, like, in the comics, and they just add more characters and more characters, and you mm-hmm. get the original Avengers from, yeah. like, 1960-whatever, which is Iron Man and... Uh, Thor mm-hmm. and oh shit, Hulk. Well, they no. start out. They come together because they have to go find Hulk because oh. he kind of went off the rails. Oh, okay, <laughs> and he kind Poor of started Hulk. destroying the Southwest. Oh, nice. <laughs> so they had. I think Loki was in there somewhere. I think not as a good guy yet, but I know like he eventually is like I don't. Is he an, an official Avenger? Some, somebody's listening to this who's like a really avid comic book fan and is screaming at me right now. But <laughs> and like I've read them, yeah. but I don't. There's so many different storylines, and yeah. I just I lose track. Cap wasn't even originally because they stumbled across him. Across? Oh my goodness! They stumbled across him <laughs> when the submariner, 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 Namor. The Marvel equivalent of Aquaman. Oh, okay. Um, so that's why I haven't heard of him. <laughs> he, like, so Cap's actually frozen in a giant ice cube yeah, floating that's... around the ocean. Okay. <laughs> he literally, so this, like, Eskimo tribe finds him. Mm-hmm. He floats up to their shore, and they worship him like a god. Oh. And he's literally, like, in, like, that cartoony, like, rectangle, like, slab <laughs> of ice cube. And then Namor is like, oh, here's this guy. And, like, he goes and tells the Avengers, like, you might want this guy or something like that. I'm 
fucking that all up, but it's something <laughs> along those lines. Anyway, this is not in any way related. So <laughs> that was a tangent on a tangent. So anyway, the way that their roster like changes up all uh-huh. the time, I'm sure there will still be Avengers. Yeah. But it's not going to be like the original six. Which bums me out because I, yeah. I love them all, but I'm holding out for that Black Widow movie is going to be amazeballs. I don't care. Like, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to love it no matter what. And um, and then the Disney streaming service is going to have stuff. I know Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan were in talks about something. I don't know what because that's all like lock and key, super mm-hmm. top secret. But anyway, this is, I promise, this is all coming to a a, a uh, a con- conclusion? Yes, a conclusion. Thank you. Um, so in the last episode or the one before, whichever one, when I was like, yeah, we need a Thanos to get rid of like half the assholes in the world <laughs> or, you know, just like clear up fresh slate. Yeah. So if you've seen this trailer, there's actually, and it, it answered a question that I had been wondering and I had just been putting it out of my mind because he wouldn't. He wouldn't, because those are not what's threatening existence. Humans are what's threatening existence. And then whatever other humanoid creatures exist out Mm -hmm. in space. But I still kind of, in the back of my head, it niggled a little bit. Like, but what about the fur babies? Mm -hmm. So Black Widow, thank you for informing me that Thanos actually did in fact wipe out 50% of all living creatures, which means that motherfucker killed puppies and kittens and lemurs. And how fucking dare you? They didn't hurt anybody. And all the sloths and koala bears. (laughs) So if I ever see that motherfucker, I'm going to junk punch him with my fucking, I don't know. I'm going to get crossbones like, hydraulic fist thing (laughs) and junk punch this motherfucker you don't fucking touch my fur babies you (laughs) bastard yeah that's not cool I hereby officially revoke my support of Thanos and his snap the end thank you for coming to my TED talk (laughs) TED talk oh yeah so that's that Oh, I just, I just need them. I just, just bring everybody back. Just the people that I like, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> just the people just I the like. People I like. They aired. Okay, they aired. I'm not even gonna. That's that's a completely different podcast. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> My conscience is clear. Good. We're good. Moving on. Uh, we got a sixth rating on iTunes. Awesome. Which is really cool. Um, What makes it even cooler is I'm pretty sure it's not somebody we actually personally know. That's cool. Because they gave us four stars instead of five. (laughs) Which anybody who knows us knows that we deserve those five stars. But it's okay. (laughs) Because if we manage to impress a stranger enough that they gave us four stars, I mean, that means they moderately liked it, right? Yeah. So Pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. So, four star, wherever you are in the world, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, You know what's great, though? If anybody is going to rate us, our review is amazing. 
Yes. So we know what you like and what you don't like. Yes. Or you can email us, myfavoritehaunting at gmail, just so we know. Because, like, the stars are great, but feedback is better so we know what to work on. We are open to constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. I almost didn't know what that word was. You can can actually, I'll even... um, Knock it right now. You can even uh, just leave off the part about the tangents and the unrelated conversations because we know, and that's yes. just who we are. That's gonna happen. It's that's just a fact of life. It's it's. How does that go? You take the good, you take the bad. Da 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 da, da and there you have the facts of life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You never watched the facts of life? No. With um, I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> What was the show with the Keatons? Oh, Gro- oh, not Growing Gro- Pains. No, no, it wasn't Growing Pains. Wait, was it? No, no, no. Family Ties. Family Ties. No, it was Growing Pains. No, Growing Boner? Pains. That was the Seavers. That was the Seaver family. I don't know. With Cameron, Kurt Cameron. There was that's what, what okay. and Bo and his friend Boner. Yes, yeah, okay. that was Growing Pains. Okay, so well, who are you asking about? The Keatons. Keatons. Alex P. Keaton. Michael J. Fox, when he was just a little baby. He was just a little baby. Well, a teenager. <laughs> Close enough. Oh my gosh, what was that one? I, it might, might have been Family Ties. That was a thing, right? Family Ties, that's a real show? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think it was I, Family Ties. <laughs> I'm not sure I watched that one as much as Growing Pains. No, I think Growing Pains came after. Growing Pains was like the cusp of the 90s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, that was thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, well. Oh, the 80s. <laughs> I feel like we should cut this tangent in the bud because that could go on for hours. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Remember Saved by the Bell? Oh. Oh, Zach Morris. Oh, you <laughs> hold my heart. Um. Okay. What else do we have on the agenda? Viewer mail. We have a viewer mail. Viewer mail. This is a really fun one. <laughs> if I can find it. Here it is. Okay. So our viewer mail, we have like two people feeding us viewer mails right now, but that's fine. Oh, because at least we have some. <laughs> we, yeah. And it's just our, it's our, it's our great big happy family right Yay. here. A little happy family. A little happy. That family. we don't, I don't know. But anyway, um, it's actually, it's funny because it's actually a follow up from oh. the viewer mail from last week, two weeks ago. I don't remember. I probably should review these episodes if I'm going to reference them. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea. <laughs> Whatever. Some episode, I read out of your mail from Angie and in Indiana about a woman in the UK who married, or was, in, sorry, got engaged to a, a ghost, a spirit yes. from Australia. Ah, that's right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, I'm sorry, I'm like refreshing myself also right now. <laughs> they met in Australia and that's he came, right. and I really am dying to know if she had to buy him a plane ticket. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to know. Yeah. So, Scott from Rochester. Hi, Scott. Again. Um, he sent, he sent us an article and he, he actually, he wondered if this was a follow-up uh-huh. article. Because this one is an Irish woman who married the ghost of a 300-year-old pirate claims the couple have split up. Oh. So he was thinking this might be a follow-up yes. to that first one. Like, oh, they split. It's over. 
But it's not the same woman. Oh, so not Amethyst? It is not Amethyst. What was her last name? Uh, Moonglow? I have no idea. (laughs) I think you're not far off. Um, Realm. Realm. Amethyst Realm. (laughs) It is not Amethyst Realm. Although it is an E name. Amanda Teague. Ah, so just Um, a normal name. (laughs) 46. Um, She married a Haitian pirate named Jack earlier this year. Actually, this is 2018, right? Yep. Yeah, this is from December 9th. Oh, this is from two days ago. Oh, wow. Three day, four days ago. What's the date? It's the 13th. This is the 13th. <laughs> but not th- Friday. It's Thursday the 13th. Had a brain lapse earlier and started freaking out because I try not to leave the house on Friday the 13th. And I saw it was the 13th. But it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a day. <laughs> it's the day of Thor. Um, so... They had the we- the wedding to her soulmate took place on board a boat in international waters off the Irish coast. Beautiful, sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the couple have called it a day after less than a year. Taking to social media, Amanda said, So I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over. I will explain in due course, but for now, all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality, it is not something to mess with. The split is another blow for Jack after he was purportedly executed for thieving on the high seas in the 1700s. Here's my favorite part. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean fan, Amanda, <laughs> previously told the Irish Post, this article is from the Irish Post, by the way, <laughs> how she spent 4,000 pounds to look like Captain Jack Sparrow Johnny Depp's character in the film. So I really try my best to not make fun of somebody with a a legitimate mental disorder because they can't help that. But I have to question, do you want to be Jack Sparrow or do you want to be with Jack Sparrow? Because you've got, or do you want to be Jack Sparrow being with Jack Sparrow? Because I really feel like that's what's (laughs) happening here. Yeah. Um, there is a wedding picture of her in, but she doesn't look like, I mean, she, she's not all like captained out. She's just, um, she's on the beach. She's in a wedding dress holding the bouquet and she's standing next to like a Jolly Roger flag. Okay. I mean, is he there with her? (laughs) I'm, I, I think he's the flag. Oh. Um. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is like a thing over there. Are there really just not that many? I mean, if women are resorting to marrying ghosts at this point, I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) It's game over. It's end game for me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that seems to be like the thing to do over there. That's not good. Because both of those articles were, or maybe they just have a more lenient marriage policy. Maybe. So maybe that they're just um, common law marriages in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little uh, a little private ceremony with, with a small gathering in the backyard type deal. <laughs> they don't publicly announce it to everyone. <laughs> Let's just keep it quiet. Oh, she, her, she's just a spinster. Well, she's actually married to a ghost. Or... Is her husband just always not home? Travels a lot for work. Yeah. What if somebody, like, 
found the bones of the ghost and then salted and burned them. Uh oh. Would they just all of a sudden disappear? That would be yeah, right? Like that would be really sad. Oh I guess if you're gonna marry a ghost, you need to just make sure the Winchesters are off your scent. Yes. And keep like find the bones and keep them in a safe place for yourself. That that brings up a whole nother <laughs> bottle. I was going to say bottle of worms, but it's, it's supposed to be a can of worms. Because <laughs> then you're like, you got bones, like, hidden in your linen closet or something, or buried in your basement. A skeleton in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, people are funny. Yeah, see? Like, what if Thanos snapped his fingers and then she was part of the 50%? We wouldn't have these great stories. Yeah. All the people that married ghosts are gone. What if, but do you think... (laughs) Here we go. Buckle up. Do you think... Oh, no, because she said all living creatures. Oh. I was going to say, do you think ghosts were... how, How terrible would that be? Oh, my God. How terrible would that be? You find your soulmate in a ghost, uh-huh. okay? And you buy you buy him a plane ticket to come back with you from <laughs> Australia. And then you get married and you live happily ever after until this motherfucker snaps his fingers and you're one of the 50%. And then is your ghost husband just alone for eternity? Oh, no. Because you're like you just disappear, right? You don't you don't you're have not, a ghost anymore. You're not actually because this is the thing. Everybody is like, oh, they killed everybody off in of it, but they did. They're not dead. They don't exist anymore. They d- exactly. Like nobody actually died. You dude are blowing my mind. It, it would be as it would just be as if I never existed, right? So, but but if that was true, then why then then why aren't the memories of them gone? Because he. Didn't, don't ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just, just, you know, not necessarily to you, but... I'm because... Like... because No, but you know I'm going to try to answer it. <laughs> Let's see what kind of bullshit I can spin on the fly right now. <laughs> um, Let's see. Their memories are not... Because they didn't go back in time. They didn't, on like, rewind. Yeah. And... um. But even no, but then even then, when he did go back in time, like thirty seconds to kill Vision, they all like. I don't see time travel's funny. Yeah. I can't do time travel science; it gives me a headache. <laughs> time travel. Science. It gives because then I start thinking about it, and then my brain gets all like confused and yeah. lost and like twisted and holds back on itself and does all kinds of crazy Time stuff. Time travel is just not, just not a good idea. It's, no, like if you've seen any episode of Family Guy, <laughs> you know that it's not a good idea. Family Guy. Yeah, because that's where we go for our side. That's, that's my bar, is Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Stewie's like an evil science genius. Yes, That's I know. where I get all of my science information from, is Stewie Griffin. <laughs> Thanks, Seth MacFarlane, you're the best. <laughs> Should we leave this for now and talk about ghosts? Yeah, let's do that. Well, we were kind of talking about a ghost, but um, let's talk about like, more a ghost, serious ghosts? a ghost story. Um, I, I'm literally I had to take my glasses off because I'm literally crying. I've been laughing so hard. 
Who's do you? Who's going first? Do you want to go first? I don't uh, remember who went first last time. I don't know. I can go first if you want me to. Go for it. Okay, so what? Where I? Where where we're traveling to today <laughs> is the Castle of Good Hope, Cape Town, South Africa, and this is a pentagonal shape or star shape. <laughs> Go ahead. Pentagonal. <laughs> I have to object to that one. Then what is it? Pentagonal. <laughs> okay, then. McGonagall. <laughs> That's all I hear when you say that. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's supposed to be a really like good kind of shape for defending for a fort. And they called this one a castle because instead of just being like a military thing, they had like housing and stuff in it also. Okay, so some history is um, 1652, the Dutch East India Company settled the shores of Table Bay and established a base for their ships. And they had a different kind of building there first. Um that was made out of, I think it said like mud, mud bricks or something. I don't know. It wasn't very strong and it kept on like falling apart and stuff. So, all right. So in 1666, they started construction on the um, stone building that is there today. And um, yeah, so in, besides just being um, military Quarters. It also had a church, a bakery, workshop, living quarters, offices, cells, and other kinds of facilities and, you know, jailing and dungeon and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so dungeons sound like it fits with a 1666 castle. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to reconcile offices. <laughs> like, I'm picturing, like, like, some dude in, like, a ruffled collar and, like, a feathered cap. Like, going into the office and rifling through a filing cabinet. <laughs> um, well, the Dutch East India Company, they were, like, this big shipping and oh, trade I know. Group. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean just like our good friend Amanda. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, you know what? What's a good one? Taboo. That show Taboo? They had, like, all about that on there. Like... Oh, oh, oh. It took me a second. I'm like... I was... Because I was... First thought of the game taboo. Oh. And then you're like, the show, so my brain went to that game show taboo. When did they make the game show? No, but I don't even know if they got the second season going or not, but the first season, that was pretty good. It was it was kind of weird, but it was good. I can't remember. I saw a couple episodes of it. Um, what, what channel is American Home Story on? FX. So I think it was on that channel, too. I think it was NFX. Oh, I thought it was one of those, like, Discovery or Nat Geo. No. Oh. I think I saw the one, I saw the one about piercings. So they had, like, the guy that has, like, all the piercings in his face. Or no, is it a, it's a woman. There's a woman, too. Like, a little old lady. Not the same show. No? No. Oh. This is an actual show. No, I know. Like the, it, this was an actual show. That like it was like a documentary style. No, 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 no. This is like a, like a, a drama. 
Oh, no. Okay. So there's another one called. <laughs> yes, Taboo. there is. There is another one. And I, when I looked it up online That's... to try to find um, when the next season was coming, that other one came well, up and I was like. You've got to specify because that's the one. So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> See? No, this was about this guy that like, he was on one of these ships from, I don't think it was the Dutch East India Company, but it was one of the, it's from England, the England one. I don't remember what the name of it was. But one of those company, the giant companies with the trade ships and all that stuff. And he went to Africa and like they thought he was like lost at sea and drowned and stuff, but he was actually living in Africa for like ten years. And he came back to England after his dad died to like be the head of the family or whatever. Which it was only him. <laughs> there was no more no other family. But um yeah, it was and he was like getting revenge on this company because um they were doing slave trading illegally or uh, unknown to the people, other, I don't know, exactly. I can't, it was, it was like two years ago the first season was out, so it was <laughs> been a while. I definitely missed out on that one. Yeah, it was good. You should try to find it, I don't know. It was, Maybe um. it's on demand. I don't know. Since I have working internet in my house now. Yay! Oh, that's another shout out. Well, I can do that later. Okay. Um, yeah, so I forgot where I was. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, okay. So the whole entire, um, complex was completed in 1679 on the Table Bay shoreline. And, um, nowadays the actual facility is not on the bay itself, it's further inland because in the uh, 1930s and 40s, there was a land reclamation um, project where they like filled in part of the bay with land and built stuff there. So I guess because they wanted some waterfront property and they didn't want to tear down the fort or something. And then in um, 1695, the cat was complete. It, it was a defensive wall built diagonally across the courtyard to protect the fort from land attack. And um, there were buildings that were erected on either side of this wall, and one of those is where the um, the governor of the settlement was um, had his housing, his house and his offices and all that kind of stuff. And then in... 1795, so about 100 years later, the British took over the fort because the fort never actually saw any kind of military battle. That was that was fought elsewhere, but the British took over all the Dutch holdings, and uh, that was one of them. So in 1910, um, the castle served as a political center of the... Um, area until the Union of South Africa. So until South Africa united into its like current country state or whatever it's called. In 1917, the castle was handed over to South African National Defense Force, who still operate the castle today. And in 1936, the castle was declared a national monument. 
and I think it's on its way to becoming a national heritage site or um, international heritage site, I mean, because <laughs> of all of its different histories of like the different the colonizations and the different owners and all that kind of stuff. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's awesome. Yeah. International Heritage Site. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. I didn't put it in my notes. <laughs> my house is on the National Historic Register of Historic... Pla- Wait, I messed that up. National Register of Historic Places, that's what it's called. Oh. So I'm practically on the same level as this castle. Cool. Well, not me my house. <laughs> I'm not a historic place. I would hope not. <laughs> not yet. I have like two more years to go for that. <laughs> so, okay. In 1982, um, a comprehensive restoration started on the castle and that ended in 93. And then again in 2015, 2016 time, um, they did more renovations on it. And um, now that brings us up to date. Okay. So, um, there are five bastions that were built or around the five points of the star shape of the of the castle, and they all have like different names and um that's gonna be important for one of the haunting things, so I'm just gonna name them off in the order they were built so there there's Lear Dam, Orangey, Nassau, Katz and Ellen. Borgen. God bless you. <laughs> and Borne. And uh, they were named after um, William, the Prince of Orange. So, like, I guess he had different titles, and these were, like, what they were or something. Interesting. Are they different languages? don't know they didn't say anything more than they were just like this prince's titles huh interesting that's like his resume (laughs) i guess as he made his way up through the ranks something okay so on to the haunting so people mostly guards and staff have heard footsteps pacing along the battlements between the two bastions of leardam and bourne and after World War II, these sounds were also accompanied by a floating human shape without legs. I don't know why it changed after World War II. Because they weren't involved in World War II, right? I don't think so. Were they? Or were they... I don't know. Maybe there was like some kind of restoration process there because that was around the same time it was declared a national monument. Mm. So... Maybe oh, they so were maybe restoring like some stirred, stuff. Stirred yeah. some things up with construction. Yeah. So they think that this might be the ghost of a soldier who hanged himself in the bell tower about 300 years before. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the next haunting experience um, is, a, is the ghost of a sad-faced woman wearing a long gray cloak who walks through the castle at night. I'm sorry. You said sad-faced woman, and I'm an insensitive asshole. And I just pictured, a, like, a ghost woman walking around with a sad face emoji. Oh, gosh. Face. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so sad panda. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, then there's the ghost that is thought to be Lady Anne Bernard, who lived in the castle for about five years in the late 1790s with her, um, while her husband was the colonel's secretary there. Um, she loves to join the parties. Her ghost has been seen at functions in the ballroom, and she's dressed in like ball gowns from the late 1700s. So she just she's the party girl. That's awesome. That I just had a, a visual of in the haunted mansion, in the the ballroom scene with the because it's all like it's like that time period ish mm-hmm. with the fancy gowns and everything and they're all like yeah. dancing and swirling around. <laughs> Okay, so um, a lot of the rest of these stories are from different um, guard guards and um, staff people from the castle. So one night, a guard heard some screaming for help and voices coming from the dungeon and torture chamber. Whoa, I'm sorry. You didn't mention a torture chamber. They don't mention anything about dungeons or torture chambers in any of the histories. Well, you said dungeons. I, you, well, you said jails and dungeons. Yes, because I knew that there were dungeons from the from haunting the, parts, but they don't mention any of that stuff in the official like history chamber. stuff for this. Do you think they did the tongue? So I'm just picturing Wesley from Princess Bride with the tongue. Oh, and they gosh. Pulling his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... So when he went to investigate, there was no one there, but he felt a presence and his body became ice cold and the hair stood up on his arms and the back of his neck. And um, uh, some of the other guards refused to go past this dungeon. They call it the Donkergat, the Dark Hole Dungeon. That sounds German. Donker. Does I didn't realize that before. So when they're making their rounds, they refuse to go by there late at night. Um, they feel as if there's a powerful force or a vacuum that wants to suck them in. Um, some don't even want to use any of the alternate routes through the archways because of hearing footsteps through the archways in the corridors around there. And instead, they'll walk all the way around the castle on the outside of it to get to where they want to be. They get their steps in for the day, at least, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in 1952, a couple were granted permission to spend the night at the castle during the Van Rybeck Festival. And I want to spend the night there. <laughs> what do you think they paid? I have no idea. I bet they needed, like, special permission and, like, a ton of money. There's, like, it, this thing is huge, and they got lots of rooms, so. Yeah, but it's not, like, a hotel. I know. I know it's not a hotel. Okay, so during the night, they woke up to find a Lance Corporal waking up the soldiers. When they asked what was going on, he said the bus drivers and bus conductors were protesting and rioting in the city streets. The next day... The couple tried to find out about the incident. Like, I'm assuming they looked in the newspaper or something, or... I don't know if they had news programs in South Africa at that time. 
Like when is this? The fifties? Fifty-two. Radio? Oh, radio. Yeah, that would make sense. Listen to the radio. Check the newspaper. Um, they they couldn't find anything about it in the newspapers. Um, they asked the staff what happened during the night, and no one knew what they were talking about. So. Yo. Okay, so next is a story from a tour guide, a guy named Ashley. I keep messing up whenever I read his name. I'm thinking it's a girl, and then later I see it says he, and I'm like, wait, oh yeah, Ashley is a guy. can be a guy's name. It sure can. So Ashley France, um, for the first night he did the ghost shift. That's what they call the overnight shift. The ghost shift. <laughs> well, I mean, here we call it graveyard, right? Yeah. So that's not that far off. Um, so it was pitch dark uh, when he was walking through the archways near the Donker Gate dungeon. And a strange feeling came over him and he saw someone waving at him. He knew there were only two guards on duty that night and one was him. One was on the other side of the castle. Like, I'm assuming he just left him so he knew where he was. And uh, he, he said, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. And he, like, ripped his pants on some barbed wire that he ran past. I thought you were going to say he ripped his pants off. And I was picturing, like, um, <laughs> what, what is that when they do the, um, the, the full Monty, right? <laughs> when they rip the pants off? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was not the full Monty. He was scared. Oh, the poor guy. Okay, so next is um, Abe Berg. And he worked as the caretaker for the castle for over a decade. One night he was um, at a function for the castle. And he ended up having to sleep over because uh, he didn't have a way to get home. I'm assuming it got too late for public transportation or something. They have public transportation? I'm assuming they have buses. You know what happens when you assume them? Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) It's just a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> not like we're doing the evening If you news. want the facts, Google it yourself. Yeah, sure. Okay, so during the night, he felt a heaviness on his chest, and he felt like his body was tied up. He couldn't move. Wait, did he sleep in the torture chamber? I don't think so. Okay. I think there was, like, bunks for, like, the guards and stuff or something. Um, Let's see, where was I? And he was struggling to get free. He finally ran out of the room and he stayed awake the rest of the night because he was afraid to go back to sleep. Now that I'm thinking about it, this sounds like that thing you were talking about a couple episodes ago. Sleep paralysis? Yeah, that. All that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Does it sound like it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of does. So, okay. So the next one is from Carl Koperski. Uh, He's the education officer at the castle, and he often works late. And he says there's definitely a presence. Sometimes it's an uncomfortable feeling, but you are definitely not alone. You are being watched. Oh, I hate that feeling. Yeah. Okay, and um, so I've got another bell that rings by itself. (laughs) Love those. The bell in the bell tower. Uh... The bell tower, which was walled up centuries ago because of the um, guy that ha- that hung himself mm-hmm. from the rope. So they walled it, they walled it up after that. And um, 
Oh, to prevent more hate? Like, did they say why? Like, that? it just seems... Uh, like, was it, like, a superstitious thing? Or they were like, we need people to not be killing themselves? I'm not sure exactly why. I didn't look too deep into why they walled it up. Did they remove the bells? I don't think they removed the bells. So, could, in theory, Spider-Man climb the wall? Yes, he and could. And start ringing the bell? <laughs> yes, Spider-Man could come ring the so, bell. So, this might not be a ghost, this might be Spider-Man. Yes, it could be okay. Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> yes, but yeah, they sometimes <laughs> ring on their own. There's also reports of a black dog that haunts the property. Serious black. <laughs> it's the Grim! Oh no, the Grim! <laughs> not the Grim! <laughs> um, it's been known to approach people. Some say, uh, some say approach, some say lunge at. Oh. So I'm not sure if this is a friendly I mean, dog or a nice dog. Really, that's just your interpretation. I, I guess. mean, you know, everyone's got their own opinion. And so, but they like <laughs> it comes towards visitors, but then it disappears before it reaches them. Some say gives licking kisses all over your face. Others say rips your throat out. <laughs> uh, I would hope people oh, would know the difference no. between those. But he disappears before he gets to anybody. Yeah. So. Aw. So, You're just looking for sausages. <laughs> sausages. Um, and they also say uh, the ghost of a previous governor haunts the castle. Uh, a governor, Von Newt. These all sound very German, don't they? Now that I'm like reading them out loud. A lot of them. The one guy sounded Polish. Oh, the last one? The Karl. Ski. Yeah. Okay. Well, this governor um, supposedly died of a heart attack while several soldiers were being hanged on his order. One of the soldiers reportedly cursed the governor. Like, he called, he said, why did the governor come watch his own punishment or something of the, that sort? And then when he didn't come out, he's like, he, he cursed him. And then he dropped dead. Yeah, and then he died, and then it's said that he haunts the castle because his soul is doomed never to leave. And that's the last one. Doomed. Doomed. Never to leave again. No. Confined to the... You know, I don't know, though. I mean, well, do you think... Well, according to The Sixth Sense, where (laughs) I get my ghost knowledge from, um, they don't see each other, right? Spirits. So... Oh, yeah. I guess so. Um... Wait. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Is that movie past the spoiler? Um, yeah. Like, what? Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Range? Date? Cutoff? Yeah, I guess statute of spoiler limitations. Yeah, there, it, that, that's has a that, good one. Has that ended? It's been like 20 years, right? Yeah, yeah, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Bruce Willis doesn't see any of them. So then when he's like, they don't see each other. And then at the end, he's like, re- like rewinding all the hints that were given throughout the movie. And mm-hmm. like, oh, because I didn't see them because I'm one of them. So, but anyways, that I, it, there's but a point. not a lot of real people see them either. Um, right. But I'm wondering if that's like, because I was going to say. I'd live in a castle for eternity, or not live in a castle, um, <laughs> unlive in a castle for eternity. But is it more of like 
a punishment of like isolation because now you're doomed to roam the castle for mm-hmm. eternity and never see another like you can't like party with any of the other ghosts that are there you can't interact with the people mm-hmm. or it's like really limited because people have seen him yeah but like maybe he doesn't see them that's weird Right? That just like freaked me out. What if what if ghosts don't see people? Right, what if but like what if what if wait wait wait. Oh no, I had an idea and I lost it. Uh-oh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 no, I got it back. Okay, but what if like cause there's the theory that ghosts are actually like they're on another like dimension. dimension? So and then like when we see them, it's like our dimensions like have it's overlapped. A spot. Yeah, yeah, or like a, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, what if they're in their ghost dimension, like, do, like, in, like, how we ghost hunt, maybe they're, like, life hunting. Whoa! And trying to, right? <laughs> like, uh, what was that movie? Uh, the we others? Went, yes, yes! I was, like, the one we went to go see. I didn't even have to say anything. Yay. I was going to say the one we went to see with the old lady in front of us turned around and gave us the finger. Because <laughs> we were talking during the previews. I was going to say, it was the previews. We weren't even loud. We were whispering. Yeah. Because we're very quiet people. <laughs> in public? Usually, yeah, usually. Me, not so much anymore. But back then, yeah. Like, we were both very... And she, I just remember she turned around and I was like, and this was in the... Canada. No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. We, we, we were staying at your aunt's house. No. I'm pretty sure. No. No way. It was here. It was at Eastview. No, that was Girl Interrupted. We did see that there. Also. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, what year was the others? Oh shit, it really could have been. <laughs> really? I don't remember going to the, what movies did we go to? The one down the street? I don't remember going to the movies while we were there. I know we did. I'm pretty sure we went by ourselves. Like, no, we were definitely by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we saw the others in Canada. You know, I don't, re- all I remember about that trip And I know we were there for much longer than this, so I know we did other things. We were there for like a whole week. More than a week. Was it? It was like like 10 10 days. days. But we did all the X-File stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I know that that was like a long weekend. That Mm -hmm. was like like Thursday through Sunday or Friday through Sunday or something. Yeah. Like with the scavenger hunt. And then I know after that, I remember my aunt driving us around Mm -hmm. like Surrey and White Rock to see all those locations. Yeah. And we ended up driving past where they were filming some of Dark Angel. Yeah. Oh, but we snuck onto the lot. Remember when we snuck onto the lot? That was Wolf Lake. I, I was talking about, it was at night and like... No, barn. I know what you're talking about. No, but we snuck onto the lot too. And oh, oh, that. Yes. But Wolf Lake was on location. And we had permission to be there because yeah. we had an inn. But... Um, Oh, that. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. Yeah, with the wardrobe. In the ward- I, oh, I don't want to get anyone. Well, I already said wardrobe, but I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. I forgot about being on the lot. More than oh, 17 Lions years ago. Game. No, but we totally like trespassed and snuck onto that lot and stumbled into them <laughs> shooting another scene from Dark. We ran into Dark Angel a bunch on that trip. 
There was another one that was in the street, too, with the guy. What was his name? Sketch? Sketch. Yeah, oh, my God. I can't really remember his name. He was on the bike in the street. I don't remember that. That was really quick. Like, we were, like, driving. I think it might have been. I mean, it was in the city. So we might have been doing the X-File stuff. Okay. And we were driving, and they had all the trucks lined up. And he, like, we turned a corner, and, like, they were shooting down the street. And, like, he came around the corner on a bike. Oh, I might not have even been looking the same way you were or something. And I was like, oh, my God, look. Well, I don't remember. But I remember finding them in that field at mm-hmm. random because they they were like, look at those spotlights. They're filming something over there. Let's go see what it was. And I was yeah. just like, oh, my God, please don't, though. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Like, who and, just drives was, up? Like, there was no Pete. Well, there. the guy's like, there's no talent on set. And I remember saying, I'm sure all of these people are talented. <laughs> <laughs> and he ignored me. But um, they were. But do you remember that? See, I remember that. That was the premiere, I think, or close to it, because I remember when that episode aired. No, I don't. Not, when they were not in the now, barn. I don't remember. I remember when that episode aired, and I was like, "That's the one that we totally pulled up on and like ruined their shot." Because now here comes a car driving up <laughs> and fucking up all their sound. And but they might have just been doing exteriors. Yeah, I think that's what he said. They were just getting like extra exterior shots or something. Oh, yeah, background because the the inside the barn I'm sure was a set. But yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Memory lane. Uh, oh, do you want to hear a ghost story? Oh yeah, you want to hear yeah. my ghost so, story? For yeah. Today? What, what do you have for today? Oh, do, besides X Files and Marvel and all that. You, oh, and all the stuff from Lionsgate and all of my. Alerts going off at one time. Mute, motherfucker. All right, uh, you don't know. You don't know what this one is, though, right? I guess not. You know what the next one is. Y- yes. That that was my fault. <laughs> um. So. I did. The Queen Mary. Ooh. Um. I want to go. So. Oh, I want to go here so bad. So that's what I was saying. So this one, and then the next one. Stay tuned, folks. Next week. Um. I want to do, it would be really fun to do a trip out and hit them, like, spend a couple of nights at one mm-hmm. and spend a couple of nights at the other. Or, well, I don't know if you can stay at, I know they had, I don't know if the other one's available for overnight anymore. It was briefly a while ago. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, I remember Ghost Hunters did this, right? Ghost Hunters did both these. I don't remember the other one. Yeah, they did the other one. Anyway. I remember this one. I remember them staying in rooms there. So, no, this one is. This one's a hotel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Queen Mary. So, it was originally, it was a a luxury ocean liner. Okay. Like the Titanic. Um, Which, actually, it ended up, um, it was opera. Of course, I didn't take the important notes. I only took the ghost notes. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't even. Forgot the history. I didn't even take the ghost notes. I copied and pasted the ghost notes. But I took I took very brief notes about the history of it. But it was um, oh the line was called Kandar Kennard Kennard maybe. But it actually they merged with when the depression hit. They were forced to merge with the White Star Line. Oh, which was who Titanic did, did yeah. Titanic. Um, and actually, if you look at this ship, it kind of looks Titanic esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a little bit smaller. Oh, it's smaller? Okay. I think, I think so. Was... Because I think Titanic had four stacks, right? And Queen Mary has three. Okay. I don't know. Um, 
of course, all those all those details were there. How many boilers and how many X, Y, and Z things that I had. I had four rudders. I remember that. No, no, no. Propellers. Four propellers. Not rudders. <laughs> one rudder. <laughs> that would be confusing. <laughs> uh, I remember I had four boilers because they were saying they took three out when they docked it. Mm. Um, when it retired. Yes, yeah, they don't need to move it again. <laughs> and then they said how many boilers, but I don't remember it. A lot, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the Queen Mary, it took, it was built between 19, well, according to Wikipedia, it was started construction in 1930, and then it was delayed for a little bit because they ran out of funding. They had to get a loan, and it completed construction in 1934 and had its first maiden voyage in 1934. However... Later on, I found information on another website that seemed very detailed, and they were insistent that it was 1936. So, I don't know. Take your pick. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those. Um, Although, I'm pretty sure the actual Queen Mary website says 1934 also. So, that might, I think. Don't quote me. I don't know. Um, (laughs) It was the late 1930s. It was mid, mid, mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. Mid thirties. Just um, at that. <laughs> I also, I actually also don't quote me on this one, but I think, and actually when I was looking at the photos and I looked at a couple of videos also, I'm pretty sure they actually shot that episode of X-Files on the ship. The sh- the triangle. Oh, with the, yeah, I'm pretty sure when they're like running through the hallways. Really? I'm pretty sure that's Queen Mary. Like it, like the carpeting and the walls look the same. And it's it's docked oh. in Long Beach, so it's not that far from L.A. And that would have been the season that they were shooting in L.A. That just made me so much more excited about it. Really? So now we have to go, right? It's like a double <laughs> whammy. We do historical hotel, ghost hunt, and X-Files. Yeah. If that's the... I probably should check that, but I, whatever. I'm pretty sure. But not 100%. I mean, how many ships like that are around that they could go film on? Right. Well, I mean, they could have built a set, but... Yeah, but... Isn't it easier to go film on something like that? It depends. Sometimes it's easier to build the set because you don't have to worry about, like, location and people control and shipping all your equipment. and Yeah. But, I mean, from what I remember of that episode, the carpeting and the walls and, like, the light fixtures Mm -hmm. all look the same. Cool. But I don't know. But then, and I also don't know if they would have shot the whole episode there or if it was just those hallway scenes. Yeah. But anyway, um, so it was this big luxury liner and it was doing the, the, um, the route from Southampton to New York. And so it was two ships doing it back and forth. Mm -hmm. It was her and I forget the other one. Her sister ship. (laughs) I I took really bad notes for the history on this one because I wanted to talk about the ghost. Like who cares about the history? And now I'm just like, I want to know the history. But, um... They so World War Two started mm-hmm. in nineteen thirty-nine. Um so they she actually she made she completed a voyage into Southampton, but outside of that this isn't even in my notes, it's just I just remember this. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna fuck it up. But um from outside the like when she was getting close to England. Mm-hmm. Is that where Southampton is? <laughs> I think, I think so. so. <laughs> oh, like, or is it Scotland? No, I'm pretty sure it's England. I'm terrible. <laughs> we already established no map science. I just no map science. Um, 
no political science either. No political map science. Uh, so she, so right before World War II, like officially kicked off, mm-hmm. she, the, like everything was really like high tension over there. Yeah. And there were like, I think there were, there were like U-boats and shit already. Yeah. And so she had to be escorted. Like the British Navy had to come and escort her Ooh. for safety. And she docked and they reloaded passengers, I think, like within a few days and turned around and went back. And by the time she hit New York, World War II had just exploded. Wow. Um, so, and I think that it was like not quite a week voyage. I think it was like five days or something, mm-hmm. four or five days. So within that time, World War II, like, fuck. And, you know, we weren't involved for a couple more years. So yeah. she's in New York. So they're just kind of hanging out like, what the fuck do we do? And, um... At that, so they hung out there for a few days until they got word from the British government that they were like all those luxury liners, they were converting them into Navy ships Uh for the war. So she was sent to, I think, Australia where she was converted and um, they took like they took out like all the furniture and all like the fancy shit uh-huh. and just made it like bare bones. Like you're, you're in the Navy. Like we don't, <laughs> you don't need luxury or yeah. whatever. Well, she was a transport ship. So it was like whatever branches that they were transporting. But, um, so, and they, they painted her entirely gray, mm-hmm. entirely gray. So that gave her the nickname, the gray ghost. Oh, um, I feel like that's kind of an ominous maybe jinx oh <laughs> um so she went through the war um one thing that i left out of here that i know it comes up in one of the the ghost the haunting stories but um during that because she was like ferrying the the troops back and forth uh-huh. um so during one of them she was she had an escort ship i can't remember the name of it but it was her in an escort ship and they were coming i think they were I think they were coming back into England and enemy ships like were just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so they, they were zigzagging to like avoid fire. Yeah. And she zigged and her, uh, escort ship zagged. Uh Oh, she hit it. She T-boned it. Oh, she literally tore the ship in half, cut it right in half. Wow. Cause I think something with the, um, the bow was like super sharp. Is that the word? Super I so. angular. I don't know. Whatever. It was like super pointed. Yeah. And she was huge. And she literally, she hit the side of the other ship and literally just cut it in half. And because of, this is the really shitty part. I can't even imagine. Because of the hostility and the, the they were taking fire and stuff uh-huh. happening, she couldn't stop. To rescue anybody. Oh, wow. So there were 300 people on that ship. That ship sunk and took down 200 with it. Wow. And they estimate, I think it was like 99 soldiers from that ship were just left to drown and or freeze in the water. Because she couldn't stop to rescue anybody. Because they had to just keep moving. Like, yeah, how I mean, fucking shitty is that? I know, but then they could have potentially lost everyone. Oh, no, I know, but <laughs> I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, for the the people in the water. Yeah, that's And, that's like, terrible. even as the person in charge on the ship, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, you got to live with, like, you got to live with that. Yeah. That you just had to leave those people in the water. 
So that sucks. Um, after the war ended, she took a load of war brides and dropped them off in Canada. And then she went back to commercial operation. They like repainted her, put all the stuff back in and basically rebuilt her. And, um, in 1967, so before that, like the late 50s mm-hmm. was the boom of like the jet travel age, like commercial airlines were becoming a thing. Yeah. And so it's so much faster. So that's how people started traveling. And mm-hmm. she started returning, like it just passenger ship, passenger ship, pass, passenger numbers. Um, yeah, passenger numbers, I guess declined steadily after that and Uh then the uh, in 1967 she retired after 1001 voyages back and forth i don't know if that counts the military service Hmm. but um it said 1001 total voyages um um towards the end she started um making the voyage with more crew than staff there was or more crew than staff. Jesus. <laughs> more crew than passengers. Oh, wow. Um, there was 800 and something crew members. Mm-hmm. Like 862 or something like that. I don't know, high 800s. Uh-huh. And she started coming. She started doing it. And there were more crew than passengers on the ship. So I think that was like your sign to retire. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah. She ended up being... Uh, docked in Long Beach, California, and that's where she's been ever since. Um, so 1,001 voyages, 49 recorded deaths. Ooh. And that doesn't count the uh, the Military ship that she stuff. cut in half. Yeah. Um, so there's a few good deaths. Well, oh, my God. A good, good death? That's, that sounds terrible. Yes, it I'm does. I'm a callous bastard. There's a few juicy stories, meaty stories. Okay. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, there's no coming back from that. I'm terrible. Um, and I did these all out of order. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's going to um, be fun. Oh, oh, here's a historical fact though from Forbes, Forbes.com. Throughout the war, she transported 800,000 troops to Europe and in 1942 while carrying 10,000 troops. Well, she, just imagine that. 10,000 soldiers on board. Wow. That's crazy. Um, I think, like, the the highest that she carried during the war was, like, something like 13,000 or 15, no, 16,000. 16,000 wow. people. And one trip. Uh, that's, can you imagine how, how many, that's three of my towns. <laughs> that's a lot of that's people. crazy. Um, yeah, so in 1942 is when she... Oh, I got the name of the other ship. It's the HMS Curacao. Like the liquor. That <laughs> bright blue, blue Curacao. No, I have no idea. It's that, like, bright blue. Oh, it's great. Anyway, um, she collided with the escort, the HMS Curacao, slicing it in half. Because of the threat of the enemy nearby, the Queen Mary was forced to leave. Oh, 239 crew and ship to perish beneath the sea. But it, who... I don't know which article where i saw it where they estimated it was like 99 i don't know where they got because who's standing there counting there's 99 
So I don't know where they got the number 99. Maybe it was just an estimate. Somebody looked out, like, looks like there's about 100 people. Why wouldn't they say about 100? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it looks like just under 100. 99. We'll go with 99. Maybe the salvage efforts and they found certain amount of bodies in the actual ship. I don't know if they went back for the bodies, though. I don't know. Don't do war science. (laughs) Yeah. I do a little bit of war science, but only from the American perspective. Because we're always right. Because we're America. <laughs> you can, you guys can't see me rolling my eyes, but I'm rolling my eyes. Uh, so. We need a sound effect for that. <laughs> like rocks grinding together. <laughs> I don't know. Your eyes dry? Usually. Uh, anyway, so. Um, so I got all these things. So I got stuff from Wikipedia. I got stuff from queenmary.com, um, yourghoststories.com. That one came from Forbes, crescentvalleyweekly.com, americasmosthaunted.com. They're all the same stories, basically. Mm-hmm. But those were my sources. Um, I don't remember to credit my sources. <laughs> I try. I forget sometimes. I try. But, you know, it's tough. Um, so, so our first one we're going to go with. Uh, it doesn't give a date for this, but um, a young. Get your giggles out now. A young seaman by the name of John Henry. John Henry. Is that what you're laughing at? Really? Seaman? I give you Seaman. And you you zero in on John Henry. Unbelievable. She's silent laughing. She's laughing so hard. She's bright red. She's glowing like a cherry. You're almost the color of your shirt, which is red. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So this, this kid, John Henry, he lied about his age to get a job on Queen Mary. Um, it doesn't give the name, uh, the, the name, it doesn't give the year <laughs> that this happened. Um, but I'm going to guess he's like 16, 17. He said he is 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, and I think it was like his first voyage, whatever. Um, there was a fire and he tried to flee and he was crushed to Ooh. death. It doesn't say by what. Wait, does it? Was he trampled? I gotta think he was trampled. Um, but now, so it's it was over by engine room thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, like today, the reports are knocks and bright lights. That you'll hear, like, in the area. Mm-hmm. Well, you won't hear the bright lights, but you'll see the bright lights. And you'll hear knocking. Um, and then sometimes the door to that engine room is hot to the touch. Like, there's a fire on the other side. Because, mm. like, you know, those the engine yeah. room, they're the, um... Remember Titanic when they're all fleeing and the doors are all coming down? Those metal... Mm-hmm. Bulkhead? Yes. Is that what they're called? Bulkhead doors? Try to keep the ship aloft? Yeah, the watertight. Um, But that's why I was thinking that he was 
another story that I had in here already because there's another one that's involved with like a bulkhead oh. door. Um, I just tried to scroll on my laptop screen like it's a like Good it's job. a tablet. It's not a tablet. It's not a touch screen. <laughs> I have to use the trackpad. Hey, guess what? My laptop is a touch screen. Well, aren't you not special? I am. They also report that that ball of light that they sometimes see, sometimes there's like tendrils of smoke, mm-hmm. like around it or like coming from it, hmm. which is strange. I mean, like I understand why, but I wonder, like, what the ball of light is weird. Mm-hmm. Is that him? Is he smoking? I don't know. Um, there's all, and I have to laugh at this because they made a typo. Because I was reading this, and all I could think of was that episode of The Simpsons with The Shining. Mm-hmm. But it's not The Shining because of copyright infringement, so yeah. it's The Shinnin! The You've shining. got The Shinnin! Because <laughs> they totally referenced The Shining, and they wrote Shinning. Oh. Friends, friends at yourghoststories.com. There are no shins involved. <laughs> um... But so the first class pool mm-hmm. has a lot of activity. I vaguely remember that from Ghost Hunters. They were I remember them investigating the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story is actually really sad. There's actually a couple deaths involved with the pool. Um, but the saddest, though, is this little girl from third class mm-hmm. somehow ended up there. And um, she... It sounds like she's a little bit of a daredevil because mm-hmm. she wanted, she was sliding down the banister, like oh. from the top, like down into the pool. And I guess like this big wave hit the ship and rocked it. Oh. And she went flying and she landed like on the floor next to the pool and broke her neck. Oh. Um, so... She this article quoted her also showing up in the nursery looking for her doll. Mm-hmm. I I didn't find that anywhere else, so I'm not sure about that one. But um, the uh, and then another one also, which I think I remember hearing this somewhere else also. Um, in addition to her like her apparition and like her voice mm-hmm. being in that area, little wet children footprints. Uh-huh. But the pool is empty. Yeah. Like, it's not in use, even though it's operates as a hotel now. Yeah, that and sounds familiar. And you should too. absolutely be using that pool, Queen Mary people. <laughs> um, but the pool is, yeah, it's empty. I think they use it as, like, storage or something. And um, But, like, little, like, little child footprints, like, wet footprints will just show up, like, alongside the, the side of the pool. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm trying to do like little pitter patters with my hands. Yeah, <laughs> but it probably just looks like I'm doggy paddling in the air, right? I'm just kind of like bit. flapping my. It helps me think. Okay, I'm visualizing, which is important. Yeah. Um, um. In the it doesn't give a year for her, but in the 30s and in the 60s, um, there were two other women that also died in that area mm-hmm. it doesn't say how i would assume drowning like you're yeah. in a pool or maybe they like a bad dive and also broke their neck yeah. um but it says that they're also seen around the in the like the pool area also um but the little girl is the one that's there the most mm-hmm. 
Um, this one, I, <laughs> um, I thought for sure this was bullshit, and then I found it like three other times. Um, while while she was operating as a a, a warship, uh-huh. <laughs> there was a cook. See, it just sounds ridiculous, which is why I was like, "There's no way this is real." It says a cook that was cooked. Oh, oh. so the like the military chef or whoever they had uh-huh. on like food duty, yeah, I guess cooked a bad meal, and the troops were not happy. Uh oh, and they ganged up and stuffed him in the oven oh, and gosh. fucking cooked him alive. Oh my goodness! Right. How fucking barbaric, like... How bad had that meal had to have been? Right? He must have been serving up, like, maggots or some shit. I can't even... Um, it says you can still hear his screams echo his horrible death to this day. Um, but even if that's not, like, just that story, and, like, I... I straight up thought that this was bullshit. I'm like, no way. And then I found it on, like, three other websites. Wow. So I what? Maybe they maybe they all like really did not want to go to war. So they were like, let's go to prison instead. Which was episode six, right? Let's go to prison. <laughs> they they got on board. They saw our podcast from the future. From yeah. the pat they saw into the future and saw our podcast. Yeah. Sure. How you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Another version of the the one where she cut that ship in half. Like, that's real. Like, that happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with the Forbes version. Because yeah. I feel like Forbes might be a little bit of a more reliable source than your ghoststories.com. Sorry, your ghost stories. <laughs> but these numbers are way off. Because Forbes says the HMS Curacao had 239 crew members. Mm-hmm. That sounds legit. Yeah. As opposed to uh, forced to leave 300 survivors in the water to be eaten by sharks or drowned. I mean, I'm sure that that's true. I don't think it was 300 survivors because not everybody. And sharks aren't usually in cold water, are they? I'm, I don't they know. They like warmer water. I think it depends on the shark. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Well, I mean, Jaws was... New England, right? That, those waters are cold. I guess. Yeah. Because Jaws happened. That was real. <laughs> they actually... I just saw an article where somebody hooked... Um, I forget the numbers, but some massive fucking great white. Like 17 feet. Wow. Or something. And I forget what the weight was, but they... Uh, they... They either released it or she broke the line. Mm. I forget. No, I think I think she broke the line because, or somehow got away because they didn't. They like barely got a picture. Like she was still in the water. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not related to anything. <laughs> um, okay, the this one I didn't find again anywhere else, but it's a, it's kind of a fun story. So, um, there's was a reported visitor that slipped a steward some cash in exchange for finding a willing female passenger to keep him company for the night. After stowing his luggage, a female companion was found. They retired for the night. In the morning, the man was missing from the dining hall, so the steward went to find him. When What they found instead was the corpse of the female companion. 
they could not locate the male guest, his registration information for the room, or his luggage, which the the steward like had checked and stowed. Uh-huh. Um, it says he simply vanished and left a trail of. Wait, he simply vanished and left only a trail of blood and rumors. Um, that was from yourghoststories.com. Um, okay. <laughs> I didn't find that story again yeah. anywhere else. But, um, and that also has, there's like no reported haunting with it. Unless mm-hmm. it's, unless that was supposed to be room B340. But it doesn't say that. So, I, and it doesn't say anything about a haunting related to this, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. Interesting. Serial killer, maybe? Or the ghost killed the... My money's on serial. Maybe it was Jack that... No, that was way after Jack the Ripper. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, he could have... I mean, back in the day, you know, there's no, like, iPhones. There's no computer system to log everything. I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility for him to, like, break into an office late at night. Yeah. And break into, like, the luggage um, stow place. <laughs> um, storage? <laughs> yes, yeah, storage. That's the word. Thank you. Luggage storage place. And, like, you know, clear up your tracks. Yeah. And then hide out for the duration. Take a lifeboat. Well, they would notice a lifeboat missing, though. They'd be like, that guy disappeared. Oh, hey, we're down a lifeboat. What's up with that? He packed his own inflatable one with him. Maybe. Maybe that was his luggage. It folded up into, you know how, like, the (laughs) Iron Man suit in the second one, right? He folded up into a briefcase. Yeah. So maybe he had, like, a life raft that folded up into a suitcase. And then you just open it. It's all, like, one. Remember, what, what were those popples? Those plushy... Um, from like the eighties, they were like plush animals and they folded up into a ball. Like I had oh. a football and I had a soccer ball. Oh, those you know things. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted one so Is that bad. what they were called? Popples? I don't remember I was going to say popables, but those are a Lay's snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not those. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a popple. Yeah. It's a life raft popple. <laughs> I need an Iron Man popple in my oh, life now. How oh fun would gosh. that be? Oh my god, a Captain America that folds up into a shield, an Iron Man that folds up into I don't know his helmet. What else? A Hulk that folds up into his fist. <laughs> a Thor that folds up into his hammer. Yeah. With a little tail to come out for the handle. Right? It's like a tail. It's like come a tail. on, this is a market. Come on, Marvel, get on it. Just hire me for all of your great ideas. <laughs> Or at least credit me. Don't take don't take my idea. Not credit me. It's copyrighted. It's I yes. <laughs> you know. I don't not know. once have we heard my phone go off. Cause I don't expect people to be talking to me right now. Clearly someone is. Would you like to get it? I'm okay. Is it gonna go off again? Probably not. It's most likely my husband to tell him we are potting <laughs> we are potting we are the pod people i just made a verb <laughs> i i've not heard anybody else ever say that so if that becomes a thing y'all better be crediting me 
Yeah. And rate me five stars. <laughs> you heard it here first. Potting. Potting. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um. I just have more deaths. Nice. For now. Um. John Petter, I'm going to get to because I'm going to do his all in one. Um. But there also was senior second officer William Eric Stark. Oh, my God. Speaking of Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, William Eric Stark, who accidentally, accidentally, I'm doing finger quotes, drank dry cleaning fluid instead of gin. Ew. I don't know what dry cleaning fluid looks or smells like. It probably smells pretty pungent. Like gin? (laughs) (laughs) More, More like... Like laundry soap smell, because I would think. Gin actually doesn't have. I like gin because it it doesn't really have a strong odor. I don't think, at least not like not like know. vodka. Like like when I've gone to drink vodka, like you can smell it's vodka. But like when I drink like a G and T, it doesn't really smell like much. So I don't know how unless he had them like an identical like jars sitting on his desk and he was drinking the gin and then he set it down so he's already drunk and he forgets which is which i guess and then he like pours the gin into like the dry cleaning apparatus <laughs> and i don't i don't know dry cleaning science i don't know how that works i've had clothes dry cleaned i've never dry cleaned clothes um yes, I, I I understand what you're saying. And then and then picks up the dry cleaning fluid and drinks that thinking it's oh, the gin. That's terrible. I don't know. I feel like that's probably the equivalent to drinking like antifreeze or some of bleach. Yeah. Well, I feel like but by accident you would stop drinking the bleach pretty quick. Yeah. You'd I feel like you'd like get it to your mouth and be like, What the fuck? That's not my hot chocolate. Kids have done it. Yeah, usually when they're trying to like kill themselves though. No, like Accidental. Bleach? How? I don't know how. Or are they like, that smells good, let me taste it? I guess. Because I like, like, I like the smell of, like, chlorine bleach, but that's because I grew up, like, in pools constantly. Yeah. So that's more of, like, a... a Comfort. Comfort, yeah. But I I would never think, like... Yummy? <laughs> yeah. Let me lick it and see what it tastes like. I don't know. I don't want it. Uh, anyway. kids are strange. Kids are fucking weird, man. Okay, I'm going to hit our friend John Petter now. Um, so it's another engine room death. This is why I confused the two. Ah. Uh, oh, no. Maybe it is the same story. This might actually be the same story that, like, deviated and spun out because the first one involved a fire mm-hmm. and I just said he was crushed. This one happened during a fire drill ah. um, in engine room number 13 mm-hmm. and his name is John Petter. What was the first guy's name? His name is John, right? Did you say what his name was? John Henry. Oh, John Henry. Um, But, so the John Petter version is the one that I found multiple accounts of, though. hmm So that's the one I'm going to go with. Um, so it was 
a fire drill in 1966. And they think it's, there's a good chance he was actually <laughs> having a game of chicken with another crewman. Oh, nice. And it's so if you remember in Titanic when they're closing all the bulkhead doors, yeah, those guys and that one guy cuts it really close because they come down uh-huh. and they're all like, but they go kind of slow mm-hmm. and they're all like diving through it. And that one guy like, oh, my God, and they slow it down at the last second. It looks like he's going to lose his leg. Yeah, it. I've seen that movie so many times and it still freaks me out. <laughs> I'm just like I cringe. I'm cringing just thinking about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, you're like, you're like, like, pull your leg in. So. I don't think you need a, a huge explanation on what playing chicken with that would entail. Yeah. So it's like the last one through wins before it closes. Yeah. Um, and if you die, you lose. Needless to say, he did not make it through the last one. He would have won, but it um, it closed on him. And what part of him? Did his torso. Uh. It severed him in half. Oh, God. Yeah. Pretty gruesome. Um, his, see, I'm already, because I'm going to go back. You guys, there's stuff that's been said that at this point we're still recording, obviously, so I haven't cut it out yet, <laughs> but it's going to be cut out because I I come off as a really callous and sensitive bastard. But let me tell you, this guy's nickname after he died, he's referred to as Half Hatch Harry. Oh, God! Harry, but where did he get Harry from? So, so this art, wait, where, where is this from? This is from America's Most Haunted. It says that you likely gave him that nickname because it has a better ring than grievously jammed John. Oh, I like Grievously Jam John. It doesn't roll off the tongue as easily, but if you practice, I think you could get it there. Yeah. Half-hatch Harry. Half-hatch. Oh, gosh. Oh, honey. Um, the only reason I feel bad, like, it, the, but I feel bad because he was young. Yeah. And, but really, Half-hatch Harry, you shouldn't have been, Playing like, chicken. tempting death like that. Or fire drill. Um... But so that's why I'm I'm thinking it's got to be the same story. It's just one of them has evolved. But this is the version that I found the most often. So I think the other one has evolved where this is a fire drill. The other one was a fire. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I could see how it could be an actual fire. And he just like that guy from Titanic, he just cut it too close. Yeah. I do kind of like this version of like, there's a fire drill. Let's play chicken with the the doors. Because that's what young men do because they're stupid idiots just young men i'm pretty sure it's like all men men. (laughs) some of them get a little wiser oh a little bit stop speeding Uh, is that your husband who stopped speeding (laughs) yes i haven't stopped speeding i almost shit myself on the way over i thought i was gonna get stopped like two different times uh let me get a move on before these batteries die because they're Ooh. about to. Okay. Last story. So room B340. So this is actually not the original number of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stories associated with this room. It originally was three different rooms. It was B222, 224, and 226. And essentially what they've done is um, they... They renoed 
and combine yeah. them all into one big room. Okay. Which starts at 500 a night now. Oh, wow. But you know what? I'll fucking pay that. Take <laughs> my money. I watched a YouTube video, these YouTubers, the young guys, and um, they were a little annoying, but whatever. They were adventurous and fun. And uh, they were doing like a lap. Like it was like they were, I don't know if they just cut it together like this or if they actually were driving to the Queen Mary as they called to make a reservation. <laughs> and they're like, we want your like scariest room. And they were all like, oh, well, that's B340. And he's like, yeah, we want that room. And she goes, okay, it's six ninety nine for tonight. And they were booking it like the same night. <laughs> And he's like, oh, and then like after taxes and everything, it was like eight twenty two, and like Whoa. you see like both their faces, like what the fuck. And they were like, no, it's fine, it's fine, we want it, we want it. They were funny, but um, they were funny though because then they got a bunch of friends together, mm-hmm. and I guess they all went in on it. So there's like five of them, and it was like watching like a teenage girl slumber party. They were adorable. <laughs> Um, and like they kept, they were just recording themselves and they were just like, oh, did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? What was that? And then there was like this creepy corner of the room. It's like you walk in and it's like around, like you walk in and like you go like around mm-hmm. a corner and it was like a storage closet or something, but they were like, it was really dark and they were like, I'm not going down there. You go down there. No, I'm not going down there. No, it's creepy down there. I'm not going down there. It was really funny. It was really cute. I don't remember what their names were. Casey and, or JC and KZ. I don't remember. I'm sorry, guys. If you're listening, you're not. But. <laughs> You might be. Um, so let's see. This is – so the story goes, during one of the final transatlantic cruises before the ship was docked in Long Beach, a man went crazy and brutal, brutally murdered two women. Uh, his crimes were discovered and he was locked in his third-class stateroom, either one of those three rooms, 222, 224, 226. The door was locked and a guard was posted outside. A little while later, he started pounding on the door saying someone was in there with him trying to kill him. The guard ignored him, thinking it was a ruse to escape. After a while, the passenger quieted down. The guard figured he went to sleep. The next day, when the ship arrived in New York, the crew summoned NYPD detectives and they went to apprehend the murderer. When they opened the door to the stateroom, they found the man had been ripped apart and his entrails and limbs spread all over the room. There is no way he could have done this to himself. No shit. Um... However, there's no official ship record of anything like this happening in these rooms, but activity persists. Um, That would be horrible to come find. So so the thing with this, though, is there's a few different versions of this story. Mm -hmm. That's one of them. There's another one where it's like, the guy and his family are staying in those rooms and he kills the family. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and there's like a couple different variations of that. There also a, a debunk theory is that cause Disney actually bought the queen Mary for a little while and ran it as a hotel. Uh-huh. Um, but like they didn't put their name, they didn't brand it. Uh-huh. They just like owned it, but like they never, it was never like common knowledge that Disney, owned. they didn't run it as a Disney property. Uh-huh. Um, so but that room was always closed. Like, it was never, like, they renoed everything. Yeah. But for some reason, that room was never, like, open uh-huh. for, like, 10 years or something. Wow. And so one debunking theory is that the Disney cast members made up that story when people would ask for that room. <laughs> and they'd be like, or they people would ask why that room's not available. Uh-huh. And that was their answer. Like, oh, you know, somebody, like, there was a murder and 
now nobody will stay the whole night in there because there's all this activity that happens. And so there's all these different accounts. Um, but that's weird to have it closed. Like, yeah, know, that's weird. Um, just that one. Yeah. And after they did the reno, um, there was a, there was a tourist video somebody took of they were like on a tour that it looked like years ago. Um, and the room looked really shitty. Like it was like they just threw in like a bed and a chair and a nightstand. <laughs> and it was like a single bed with like this really shitty looking bedspread and like the headboard was attached to the wall and the the bed was like off center of it. <laughs> so like the headboard it was yeah, it was weird. I mean maybe because the ship is still in water, uh-huh. so maybe it's like maybe it slid a little and yeah, they didn't get to put it back yet. <laughs> but then you would think I've never been on a cruise ship, so I don't know the stability. But you'd think that they're like the, the it would be bolted down. down or something, so it wouldn't be sliding. Yeah. Or you have some kind of something to hold. So, but like the paint on the floor was peeling up, and it was all just like whitewashed, and it was just weird. But like now, like these these guys, the YouTubers that went there, mm-hmm. they were there this October, and or at least they posted the video in October, and um, it looks really nice now. It looks like a completely different room. Yeah. Um, I know one of the accounts is the faucet in the bathroom turns on and off by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, people claim this is where ghost hunters come in. So people claim that they've had their um, the covers pulled off of them at yes. night. So this actually really bums me out that this happened. And one of the articles I read on it went in on taps like hard. Um, which knowing what knowing what I know about them regarding their Shanley hotel investigation, it hurts me to say maybe, Yeah. but also maybe not mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Um, I, I would give them the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. but, um, it, and I never thought of this, but this article brought up a really good point. Of course, I can't remember which source it was from somewhere mm-hmm. on the internet. So can I just cite the internet? Yeah, as sure. My, uh, as my source. That's my source too, the internet. The internet. Um, so the if you guys have seen that episode of Ghost Hunters when they did the Queen Mary, it was a good episode. But they they got this video that shows they set up a camera in B340 mm-hmm. and they aimed it at the bed to see if they could get the covers coming off. And they did. But then there was like a weird skip. Yes. And they figured out that somebody most likely snuck into the room, paused the recording, moved the sheets a little bit, recorded, paused, moved the sheets a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a bummer because either either they said it. So the article that I read suggested, because the running theory was that somebody snuck in to fabricate the evidence to make it look like it's haunted yeah. when it's not, which... If it is legitimately haunted, you've just fucked yourself. Yeah. But it also could have been if there were guests and they knew that Taps was there, it could yeah. have been any, it didn't necessarily have to be a staff member. It could have been any guest yeah. that snuck in. That is true. If the door wasn't locked or, you know, or a staff member with a master key or whatever. Um, the article I read actually suggested, and I mean, like, it was more of like, an outright accusation, but mm-hmm. it was a, it was a very strong suggestion that taps fabricated it themselves to make it look like somebody on the staff was fabricating it 
to then put doubt on everything. Oh. Which, that, I hope not. Yeah, that, that would be bad. bums me out so hard. But, and, like, I never even thought of that until I read that article, and I was like, shit, it's possible. Yeah. And, I mean, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes with the sci-fi people, what they're telling mm-hmm. them to do, and all that stuff. And that's the thing, like, it's not even... It doesn't even necessarily have to be somebody from TAPS. It could be somebody from production. Like, there's not enough happening in this episode. Let's do this. Yeah. And just went ahead and did it themselves. Yeah. So, that bummed me out. But uh, people still say that there's activity. Apparently, there's enough activity for them to charge starting at $4.99 a night. Wow. (laughs) So, and that's starting at. So, that's like (laughs) off-season, you know. And you can't even book it. Like, you can book online. What's off-season in California? (laughs) Right. Um, You can book, like, the regular rooms online, but for that one, you actually have to call. Well, that kind of makes sense. That's a lot of money. Well, no, no, but I mean, you could book anything online. Yeah, I guess That doesn't make... It kind of... It kind of irritates me because I don't want to be the one to call and be like, can I stay in your haunted room? (laughs) Like I'd rather fill out the form yeah. online and do it. Like your bu- like the price doesn't matter. Like I've booked rooms at the Hilton online mm-hmm. and never had to interact with a person. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so that was episode 8. Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. Awesome. You guys. Thanks for thanks for dropping in. Uh viewer mail, we love send yes. it to us. My favorite haunting at gmail.com. You can check out our website, myfavorithaunting.com. Twitter and Instagram is at myfavehaunting. Is that all of it? Did I get all of them? Website, email, Twitter, Instagram. We're on iTunes. We are on iTunes. It's probably how you're listening to us. Rate us. Yes, please. And, and leave reviews. Reviews are awesome. We love feedback. We want to know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. FYI, tangents are a thing that's just going to happen. Yeah, that's just a given. (laughs) We know you're all here for the tangents. No one cares about ghost stories. (laughs) You're all here to to listen to us talk about cats and Avengers. And some X-Files sometimes. And some Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, that's in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) God. Yeah. Anyway. um, That's that. See you next time. (laughs) Yes. See you next time. Same pod channel. Same Same pod pod time. time. Oh, it's backwards. Same pod time. Same pod channel. Thanks for podding with us. Oh, I like that one.